do we really know? I don't know about you, but I'm always wondering, am I there yet? Where am I going? And so this is how this all started. So join me as I explore this journey that we're all on to see where it is that this crazy life is taking us. Because one thing I'm sure of, every one of us have a story filled with broken pieces, bad decisions, and some ugly truths. But every one of us also have a story filled with a major comeback, peace, mm, peace, and grace that has saved all our lives. So join me as we continue on this journey woke up blessed whether we believe it or not it's October the 12th and I'm feeling very reflective which is really strange because my birthday was less than a month ago almost to the day I wasn't this reflective on my birthday I was just chill and calm but today marks the anniversary where I made a decision to move regardless of what was happening. It was the middle of the pandemic. Um, nobody knew what was going on. We were still trying to wrap our heads around what this crazy thing was that was happening to all of us. And... I was fully aware that where I was at the beginning of the pandemic, all the plans I had for that year were totally dashed. And I had to sit and reflect on what it is that I wanted to achieve, what it is I want from this life. And I realized that pandemic or not, it hadn't changed. 
my plans haven't changed, my goals haven't changed. And I had to acknowledge that since that was the case. I needed to get with the program and that I couldn't afford to be shy. And so I put away all the reasons I couldn't and wouldn't and everything that was possibly wrong. And I took a leap and I left Turks and Caicos to see what was out there. And at the time when I took the leap, I had all these plans. I was going to do this. I was going to do that. And as I was sharing with a friend this morning, from the point I arrived at my destination, nothing went as planned. I went expecting one thing, and that wasn't there. I went expecting, okay, I'm going to have to do this and do that and do this and do that. And you know what? I didn't have to do any of those things. I Everything went smoothly. I was welcome. I was... It's almost as if I got the chance to breathe, to just not think for a bit. And along the way, plans that were made fell apart. I found myself Christmas at a time when in my line of work, it's busy. From the from mid December to the end of January, no one saw me. No one. I attended no social events. I did nothing. And I it was that was my life for almost ten years. And for the first time in twenty twenty, I had time. I wasn't working. I wasn't running around. I I had time to spend with people. Ironically, I was not around the people who never got my time all those years I was working. I was around new people doing new things. And what that taught me was that we have to be in a constant state of being ready to accept change, being ready to see things from a different angle. I started a new business, and that business is going to kick ass, by the way. Um, You know, I'm all about wellness and all of that, and I started You're the Bomb, which is just totally not like you'd expect me to the language, but I started You're the Bomb and people would automatically think it's all about food, but that is my wellness brand. And I had just rebranded Private Chef Lorraine from Aridotto to Private Chef Lorraine, changed my logo and everything. My logo was colorful and vibrant and anywhere you saw it, you knew it, it was me. And you know what the ironic thing was? 
I sat down for like two years and I watched a few people try to copy my brand, the colors. And I remember being so indignant and angry and upset about it and all of that. And in hindsight now, I smile at that. I'm like, why were you making such a fuss? Because that was your your psyche being prepared to be rebranded. And that all of that had to happen for you to realize that you're more than that. And so you know that you know these are all the things that when you have time and you sit and reflect, you realize that. Everything that has happened in your life, everything that you've done. Someone said something to me this morning. Someone said something to me yesterday. And someone said something to me on Sunday. And they didn't know each other. Well, they know each other, but they weren't in the same room. They weren't aware that of the conversation. But they said the same thing. They said, everything you've done since I've met you have been towards one goal and to have people that have been in my life for like seven eight nine ten years see that and notice that that even in times when one of them said that they <laughs> they were at one point like like she's like a professional student but now looking at me and looking at all that I've done, they realize that everything I've done has been building on what I've done before to take me to a certain place and that now they see it. But let me tell you a secret towards that. People see me now and for the last eight years maybe, I've been on a continuous quest for knowledge. And people who know me for that amount of time, that's what they see. People who know me longer, no. I was always very curious and was always, was all, I've always been a good student. I was one of those annoying straight A people. Let me put that out there. I've always been very, but as a young person, I never had the luxury of an easy education. Everything I've had to work, work part work, and go to school part time. And professionally, before I was 30 years old, I was so driven. I was where I wanted to be professionally, where somebody, it, some, what would take other people when they're 50 or 55. I was there before I was 30 in my profession. And what happened is that you get bored. And so when I started on this new path that I'm on now, as Chef Lorraine and, and wellness, nutrition coach, etc., I was already in my late 30s. I'd already had a successful career. And this was a time for me to be me. What have I always wanted to do? Because people knew the professional corporate Lorraine, but I remember that's not how I started out. I wanted to go to art school. And I I did not get the support I needed. I had dropped out before the end of the first year. 
guess what? For the lack of financial resources, nobody would pay for it. I didn't have money to pay for it. I couldn't do it. I dropped out. And so when I revisited my creative side, it came through food because food, I've always been good at food. And I've been good at food without knowing that it was a gift because as a teenager, I had to take care of my brother a lot. I have a younger brother, not an only child. Um, I'm thankful for that. I think uh, being an only child, I would have been a very selfish person. I had my brother and a younger cousin. My cousin was uh, what about a year or a year and a half younger than my brother. And I'm about maybe seven, eight years older than my brother. So I always had to be the caretaker and I always had to cook. And during those days, it would seem like such a hard life. And also, I had Rastafarian uncles, Rastafarian relatives that were very strict Rastafarian. And for those who don't know what that is, that's like a super strict vegan. So I grew up in that life before it was fashionable before people were vegan and it was hip and fancy i grew up in that lifestyle i grew up in the lifestyle um such a strict vegan that he never he never used salt and like when he visited the house um we had to use different pots or he would take his own pots because he did not use iodized salt. And those days, you didn't have the na- access to natural salt. So that's how much from, I look back now, and when people say that I'm the chef that's mindful of people's dietary restrictions and their needs and, and everything, I smile at that because I've been prepared for this my entire life, you know. But I digress. Um I've always been left myself open. So this this quest for knowledge is that I entered into an industry, the hospitality industry, from a background of te- technology, IT, um, data. And I got into, I tapped into my creative style and landed in hospitality. And I'm the type of person that if I'm going to be doing something, I want to be good at it. And so this quest for knowledge that people think, no, I'm not a perpetual student. I just think that if you're going to do something, you do it well. And if you're going to tackle something, you tackle it well. So, and, you know, people are like, you could have saved all that money. I don't regret a dollar. And I don't regret everything I've invested in myself because I invested it in me. No one can take it away. I'm very proud of everything I've learned from Cornell about hospitality. And I'm happy that everything has come together and I'm still going forward and I'm still learning and I'm still so thankful. But to have them say that they admire me for my discipline I was surprised at how 
complimented, I felt, by that. Because I do not consider myself a disciplined person. Sometimes I think I'm, I just slack off, but people don't see that. People see that I get things done. And another thing that I was at a gathering on Sunday, and someone introduced me to a crowd of five people, and they used the words discipline and integrity. And that like floored me because and no one is perfect and I'm sure there have been and there have been times in my professional career where no one would use the word integrity as they relate to me because of some mistakes I've made. So for me to hear that coming from someone um, who I respect and who, who have worked with me for quite a number of years meant a lot. It means that the work that I put in on myself to be better has paid off and is reaping fruit. And I want to be somebody that's trustworthy, you know. Um, my clients trust me. I want everyone, I want to be someone that people can trust because it's such a high I place a very high value on trust. If I trust you, I trust you. But it's something that is very hard to come by. And, and so I strive to be somebody trustworthy because I've known betrayal on so many levels, professional levels, romantic um, friendships. I mean, name the betrayal. I've experienced it, especially in the last five years. Um, and so it's very important to me that I become trust because I know what it is not to, what it is to lose trust in people and things and sit, you know, situations. And so that meant a lot to me. But, the, you know, last night I started reflecting. As always, my phone goes off. I'm so sorry. And the last year has been so exciting. I've done so much. And it has put me on a path to see where I want to be for real in five years. I would make plans, etc. But I now see the end of my journey, the end of where it is I'm going and what I want to do. And it's such a great feeling and a huge part of clarity, a huge has come within the last 12 months. And for that, I am forever grateful because I'm tired. <laughs> And let me tell you, I am tired. I feel tired. I feel as, um, I don't know if anybody who, oh my Lord, this is from Lord of the Rings. When, <laughs> when the character said, I feel like butter spread, scraped over too much bread. And I feel like it is... It's time that I think I have earned 
the right to see the end of my journey, to see, when I say end of my journey, I mean to in a way where I can breathe a bit, you know. It does mean the work is over because there's so much more. But where my friends won't be thinking of me as a perpetual student, that's what I mean. And when you get to that point, trust me, you are so over it because that's where I am now. I have like three things I need to get off my calendar. And it's almost as if I have to be dragging myself towards it. But I'm here to tell anyone who has a long-term goal, who see what it is that they want to achieve, but it's a dream, professional dream, personal dream, you know, go for it, stick to it. Even when things look like they are like totally off the rails and you should just give up, keep at it because it pays off. Being diligent pays off. Being disciplined pays off. Ignore the people. Ignore people who don't understand what you're doing and why you're doing it. Because for a split second, I was looking at my friend like perpetual student. I almost felt insulted. Like, but then I—that was a split second because I realized that person didn't understand where I was going because they didn't get my vision. It's not their vision. It's not their journey. So it's not their job to understand it. And that's okay. That is totally okay. So so you 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 go with that and you You, you you stick to your guns and uh, eventually, trust me, eventually you will see a result. Anyway, let me stop rambling. I'm over time. But I'm going to play for you the song that I think has been my, my theme song going into, especially the last couple of months. And I think it's going to be my theme song for the next year still so far nothing is thing and it's covered me with sunshine by pink i love pink and um it's a song that lifts me up it lifts my spirit so much
So as I go out on this reflective day, keep yourself covered in sunshine. See the sunshine. It's so important in our lives to always see the sunshine. And for all the sunshines of my life, you know, I do lately make an effort to let them know that they are sunshines in my life. So that whenever I ask myself, am I there yet? Some of them actually look at me and say, you'll be fine. No, I cannot sing. You wanna bet? I can only be me. Sometimes I like it raw. Sometimes I like it down and dirty. And I'm just a little off. Thank you for joining me on the next episode of Am I There Yet? Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And I'll see you on the next episode. I love this song. And I like my beat hard as today all do do. And it ain't nobody's business to battle. Okay. No singing, I promise you. Bye.